your songwriter. Today, I'm going to be giving an introduction to lyrics. So a little bit of context. I'm launching a new course. It's called Singers to Songwriters Mentorship. It is all about turning those ideas that vocalists have, perhaps those who don't play an instrument, turning them into completed songs by the end of the program. I'm putting together this video module as part of this course. And other aspects of the course include meeting together as a small group every week, as well as one-on-one sessions sprinkled throughout. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, I am going to be running this in October as well. So that's the context of this episode, giving you a sneak peek into this course and hoping that it brings you some value. So once again, my name is Connor Frost. I'm a songwriter, I'm a musician, and I'm a professional mentor who helps musicians such as yourselves, to write and release their first album so they can effectively start their artist journey. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here we go. Welcome to Module 2, which is entitled Introduction to Writing Lyrics. It's good to have you here. So really excited to get into Module 2. Writing lyrics has become a real passion of mine, and I've learned a lot along the way just through my journey as a songwriter. And so I'm excited to share a lot of this with you to get you started in terms of writing your first song or writing your first collection of songs, wherever it is that you fall. What I'm going to be covering in module two, in this module, we're going to be outlining struggles that we have with lyrics. We're going to be defining what type of lyrics you want to write and what type of lyrics you enjoy as a listener. We're going to be going through that. We're going to be talking about verse lyrics, specifically what they should do and things to consider when you're writing a verse, as well as for chorus, what they should do, things to consider for that. And then also introduce songwriting exercises and give you this week's assignment. Now, I know one of the questions you might be having looking at this is, well, what about bridge? What about pre-chorus? I'm going to save that for a later module because I believe that the verse and the chorus really are the anchor pieces of a song. So I do want to start there and then talk about bridge and pre-choruses later, as well as outros and all the other good stuff. So starting with verse and chorus in this module. So the first question I want to ask and answer at the same time, I suppose, is why is it so hard to write lyrics? Over a few years now of being a songwriting coach, there are a few things that have come up quite often, right? And so the first thing is it's easy to lose focus of the story, right? Maybe it's easy to start the story, start the song, you have a concept in mind, but it's hard to keep that focus. It's hard to come up with something interesting. It's hard to not be repetitive, right? So maybe in the first verse, you're saying a particular thing, you're telling a story, and then verse two, you're having trouble progressing that story, which is kind of the fourth point here. It's difficult to progress that story and thus create variation in the story, variation in your message that can lead to feeling like maybe it's too repetitive. So what about you? So right now, go ahead and jot a few things down that make writing lyrics a challenge for you. And we'll discuss in our next session together. Okay, moving right along. So next question is, what types of lyrics can we write? Okay, so there's different types of lyrics, different functions (laughs) as it comes to writing lyrics, right? So the first type would be Write lyrics that are like a movie or TV show. You really feel like you're there, right? You ever watch a TV show and the imagery is so powerful and the scenes and the visuals are so powerful, you're like, oh, I really wish I was there, right? You can definitely write lyrics that do that. You can also write lyrics that are interpretive, a little bit open-ended. It lets the listener come up with their own interpretations. You can write lyrics that are sincere and easy to believe that it happened. So maybe you're writing about a specific event in time, whether it's historical or it's related to your own life. You can write very 
clear, sincere, and lyrics that are easy to believe actually happened. You can write lyrics that tell a story, and you can write lyrics that evoke powerful, important, and meaningful messages. So those are the types of lyrics you can write. Obviously, there's a little bit more to this, but in terms of keeping this simple and categorizing these types of lyrics, this is what we're working with. So let's talk about verses. What should slash can they do when it comes to lyrics? So number one is that verse lyrics should show the listener what you mean and not tell the listener what you mean. And we're going to get into that a little bit more as we go on in this module. Verse lyrics, they can present a story. There's different types of stories. There's more subtle stories that take place within a song. There's stories within a story. Perhaps there's more obvious storytelling that can happen. Bob Dylan is a great example of that and how he moves sequentially and otherwise in many of his songs. Verse lyrics can provide different vantage points, different vantage points as well as different points of view. So time period, future, past, present. For example, verse one, you might write that in the present. Verse two, you might write that in the past. And then verse three might be the future. Different points of view. First person, second person, third person narrative. So verse one, maybe that's first person. Verse two, second person. Verse three, it goes back to first person. They should present some sort of conflict, whether that's inner conflict, whether that's conflict with society, whether that's conflict with a specific character. Every good story, every good presentation has some sort of conflict. They can rhyme every pair of lines or every other, right? Going to get more into rhyme scheme later in this course, but they can definitely rhyme. So what should slash can each verse do? So we talked about verses in general. Let's break it down even further than that. So verse one, verse one is used, in my opinion, to set the scene. The listeners coming in cold, we need to bring them to whatever it is that we're talking about. Verse two is the opportunity to present the conflict progress the story, and maybe introduce a new vantage point and perspective. So in the previous slide, I was talking about how verse two can differ from verse one when it comes to point of view, as well as vantage point. This would be your first opportunity to do that. And like I said, presenting the conflict as it relates to inner conflict, conflict with an individual, this is when you might introduce that after you've set the scene. Verse three concludes the story as well as progresses the story. And this is where it can kind of depend on other factors, whether or not you have a bridge, whether or not you have an outro. Sometimes maybe you won't even have a third verse. So this is where it can go in different directions. There are options there as it relates to verse three. Okay, going to the chorus. So what should chorus lyrics do? So chorus lyrics can tell the listener as opposed to show the listener. So in your verses, it's really all about showing. You're bringing us to the scene. You're setting the scene. You're bringing us into the story. Whereas in the chorus, you can take a break from that and just hit us over the head with the main idea, the main message, which is a bullet point number two, can display an important theme or meaning of the song. Number three, chorus lyrics should be very simple. They often do not need as many words. We'll go into examples of that over this course as well. Definitely, there are exceptions to this rule, but... The chorus should be very simple, easy to sing along to, does not need as many words. Can be a break from the storyline of the verses. Chorus lyrics should be the same lyrics each time, with some exceptions. Now, some people might have a different opinion about this. 
But again, if the point of the chorus is to bring everyone together, if you keep changing the lyrics, if you keep changing the words of the chorus, it's going to be much harder for people to latch onto the melodies that you're creating as well as the words that you're presenting in the chorus. Now, there are some exceptions which we'll get into throughout the course. For example, in a double chorus, maybe you can change the lyrics slightly in the second chorus of a double chorus, but we'll save that for a later time. Chorus lyrics can also be the title of the song. They don't have to be, but you'll see in this next exercise that I'm going to show you all that it can be the title of the song. Okay, so tools and exercises for all of this, and this is what we're going to be doing this week and in the next couple of weeks as we move through this course. So free writing for imagery with a focus on the senses, also known as sensory writing, as well as daily journaling. Now, a lot of you are busy professionals, go to school. Maybe it's hard to get to daily journaling. If you can, that's great. If it's only once or twice throughout the week, that's okay too. It doesn't have to be every day. I'm calling it daily journaling just for the sake of giving it a snappy name. But journaling in general is a good tool when it comes to writing lyrics. And we're going to go into why and how that is. So now we're going to get into different exercises that we can do and then ultimately going to lead to this assignment that I'm going to give you for this week. So free writing with a focus on imagery. Why even do this? And how do we even do this, right? So let's answer this first question. What does it do? So this exercise, it creates useful lyrics. It creates meaningful lyrics. It can create titles sometimes. It can create rhyme. It can create a focus for each section. So a lot of times we're writing, we lose focus in the second verse, maybe. Creating that imagery allows you to compartmentalize what each verse is doing. This exercise also brings the listener to the location of the story. It's going back to this idea of showing versus telling, right? If you set the scene, the listener feels like they're there. And it can also create metaphor and simile. So if you're basing a lot of this free writing off of imagery, you're going to create those hidden meanings. You're going to create those double meanings. And you're going to be able to have the imagery to put with whatever meaning you are trying to evoke. So how do we do this free writing exercise as it relates to imagery? So this is something that you can do if you're feeling like you have writer's block, if it's something you want to do regularly. This is just a useful exercise. So step one would be to pick a random keyword or phrase that really brings us there. So get specific. I picked an example, wet clothes. So we're running with this wet clothes. Step two is to free write on that subject. Okay, again, we're not thinking about melody right here. We're not really thinking about music yet. We're just thinking about the words. So example, wet clothes tickling my nostrils. I can't stand it anymore. I miss the days when my socks were dry and my shirt was warm. How did I even get here? I'm like a hut in a rainstorm. No place to go. Only these damp pants to comfort me. So that's the example that I came up with. <laughs> Step three is to go back and check. Did you hit on all or most of the five senses? So let's check. Wet clothes tickling my nostrils. So referencing smell. Maybe a little bit of feel as well, tickling my nostrils. I miss the days when my socks were dry. So maybe touch there. And my shirt was warm. How did I even get here? I'm like a hut in a rainstorm. You can visualize that, right? No place to go, these damp pants to comfort me. So damp pants, once again, I guess that could be visual. Definitely feel and touch involved there as well. The feeling of damp pants. 
So hopefully this little free write brought you to where I was. Step four is to turn this free write into a verse, into a poem. So the example I came up with, wet clothes, felt in my nose. It's been three days since my shirt was warm. My damp pants are an uncomfortable seat. I feel like a hut in a rainstorm. That was just the example I came up with. Not saying it's Grammy worthy, but it's there. So that was free writing based on imagery. Here's daily journaling. So what does daily journaling do? It creates personal lyrics. These are things that in theory you're writing about that you're going through that you're feeling. It creates possible titles. It links your feelings to imagery. So if you did like a free writing exercise based on imagery, you also did daily journaling. There might be some kind of connection there. Creates a possible story and it creates a potential main idea and title of song. So if you are trying to evoke a certain feeling, whether it's based on an event that you went through or whatever it might be, emotion that you're feeling, you can come up with that. So how do we do this exercise? How do we put this daily journaling exercise into practice. So step one is to find a 15-minute time slot and just start. Step two, go back and check. After the 15 minutes are up, go back and check. Was there a certain theme, word, or phrase that you brought up a lot? Were you constantly talking about your ex-significant other? If that's the case, go ahead and circle it. Write down that concept. This could end up being the main idea, maybe even your title for your song. So for example, if it was your ex-significant other, Perhaps you write that as the main concept (laughs) for your song or something related to your past relationship with this person. Step four is to create a poem, write a verse. You can also use content from previous free writes that you've done specifically related to imagery. See if there's some kind of connection there. So that's always an option. So in this next exercise, we're going to put this to practice doing a little bit of song analysis. So the mission that we have is to listen to verse one, verse two, and chorus, and check these questions. Do the verses use imagery, specifically verse one? Does verse two progress the story and present a conflict? What is the vantage point slash time period of the verses? What is the point of view, first, second, third, of each of the verses, as well as the chorus? What is the main idea of the chorus? Is it obvious? And what is the rhyme scheme of the verses and choruses? So your mission for the week, I'm going to post some exercises on a PDF that is going to be below this video. So please do check that out. Email me when you get it complete. Please do email me when you get it complete prior to our next small group workshop. Thanks so much for watching module two and really looking forward to digging in. We'll review... Some of this, if part of your homework is going to be to bring any questions you have for a small group session. So thank you so much. Really looking forward to it. And I will see you soon. Okay, so that was one of the modules for my new course that is going to be starting in September. I'm really excited to begin. If this brought you some value and you're interested in connecting, maybe you're interested in learning more about this course. Maybe you like this preview that you just heard. I am running another session in October. If you're interested in that, please go to connorfrost.com, C-O-N-N-O-R, Frost, F-R-O-S-T.com, slash, just start, J-U-S-T-S-T-A-R-T. That is how you will apply. You'll fill out a short application form. You'll get on a free call with my team, and we'll go from there. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon.